Legendary Passages, Episode 93, 19th Argonauts, Aegeus, Part 4 of Euripides' Medea. Previously, Medea decided not to take vengeance on Jason or his new wife until she could secure some safe haven for herself. In this passage, Aegeus, father of Theseus, offers Medea safe haven in Athens. Aegeus, Part 4, A Legendary Passage, from Euripides' Medea, translated by E. P. Coleridge. When in excess and past all limits love doth come, he brings not glory or repute to man. But if the Cyprian queen in moderate might approach, no goddess is so full of charm as she. Never, O oh never, lady mine, discharge at me from thy golden bow a shaft invincible, in passion's venom dripped. On me may chastity, heaven's fairest gift, look with favoring eye. Never may Cyprus, goddess dread, fasten on me a temper to dispute, or restless jealousy, smiting my soul with mad desire for unlawful love. But may she hollow peaceful married life and shrewdly decide whom each of us shall wed. O my country, O my dear home, God grant I may never be an outcast from my city, leading that cruel helpless life whose every day is misery. Ere that may I this life complete and yield to death, I, death, for there is no misery that doth surpass the loss of fatherland. I have seen with mine eyes, nor from the lips of others have I the lesson learnt. No city, not one friend doth pity thee in this thine awful woe. May he perish and find no favor, whoso hath not in him honor for his friends, freely unlocking his heart to them. Never shall he be friend of mine. Medea has been seated in despair on her doorstep during the choral song. Aegeus and his friends enter. All hail, Medea. No man knoweth fairer prelude to the greeting of friends than this. All hail to thee likewise, Aegeus, son of wise Pandion. Whence comest thou to this land? From Phoebus' ancient oracle. What took thee on thy travels to the prophetic center of the earth? The wish to ask how I might raise up seed unto myself. Pray tell me, hast thou now dragged on a childless life? I have no child, owing to the visitation of some god. Hast thou a wife, or hast thou ever known the married state? I have a wife joined to me in wedlock's bond. What said Phoebus to thee as to children? Words too subtle for man to comprehend. Surely I may learn the god's answer. Most assuredly, for it is just thy subtle wit it needs. What said the god? Speak, if I may hear it. He bade me not loose the wineskin's pendant neck. Till when? What must thou do first? What country visit? Till I to my native home return. What object hast thou in sailing to this land? O'er Trozen's realm is Pythias king. Pelops' son, a man devout, they say. 
To him I fain would impart the oracle of the god. The man is shrewd and versed in such like ore. Aye, and to me the dearest of all my warrior friends. Good luck to thee, success to all thy wishes. But why that downcast eye, that wasted cheek? Oh, Aegeus, my husband has proved most evil. What meanest thou? Explain to me clearly the cause of thy despondency. Jason has wronged me, though I have given him no cause. What hath he done? Tell me more clearly. He is taking another wife to succeed me as his mistress of his house. Can he have brought himself to such a dastard deed? Be assured thereof, I, whom he loved of yore, am in dishonor now. Hath he found a new love, or does he loathe thy bed? Much in love is he, a traitor to his friend he has become. Enough. If he is a villain, as thou sayest. The alliance he is so much enamored of is with a princess. Who gives his daughter to him? Go on, I pray. Creon, who is the lord of this land of Corinth. Lady, I can well pardon thy grief. I am undone, and more than that, I am banished from the land. By whom? Fresh woe this word of thine unfolds. Creon drives me forth in exile from Corinth. Doth Jason allow it? This too I blame him for. Not in words, but he will not stand out against it. Oh, I implore thee by the spirit and by thy knees, in suppliant posture, pity, O oh, pity of my sorrows. Do not see me cast forlorn, but receive me in thy country to sit within thy walls so that I may wish by heaven's grace to be crowned with the full harvest of offspring, and may thy life close in happiness. Thou knowest not the rare good luck thou findest here, for I will make thy childlessness to cease and cause thee to beget fair issue. So potent are the spells I know. Lady, on many grounds I am most fain to grant thee this thy boon. First for the gods' sake, Next for the children whom thou dost promise I shall beget, and in respect of this I am completely lost. Tis thus with me. If e'er thou reach my land, I will attempt to champion thee as I am bound to do. Only one warning I give thee first, lady. I will not from this land bear thee away. Yet if, of thyself, thou reach my halls, there shall thou bide in safety and I will never yield thee up to any man. But from this land escape without my aid, for I have no wish to incur the blame of my allies as well. It shall be even so, but wouldst thou pledge thy word to this, I should in all be well contented with thee. Surely thou dost trust me, or is there aught that troubles thee? I trust thee. But Peleus' house and Creon are my foes. Wherefore, if thou art bound by an oath, thou wilt not give me up to them when they come to drag me from the land. But, having entered into a compact, and sworn by heaven as well, thou wilt become my friend, and disregard their overtures. Weak is any aid of mine, whilst they have wealth in a princely house. 
Lady, thy words show much foresight, and if this is thy will, I do not refuse. For I shall feel secure and safe if I have some pretext to offer thy foes, and thy case too the firmer stands. Now name thy gods. Swear by the plain of earth, by Helos, my father's sire, and, in one comprehensive oath, by all of the race of gods. What shall I swear to do, and from what refrain? Tell me that. Swear that thou wilt never of thyself expel me from thy land, nor, whilst life is thine, permit any other, one of my foes maybe, to hail me hence, if so he will. By earth I swear, by the sun god's holy beam, and by all the host of heaven, that I will stand fast to the terms I hear thee make. Tis enough. If thou shouldst break his oath, what curse doth thou invoke upon thyself? What error betides the impious? Go in peace. All is well, and I with that what speed I may will to thy city come when I have wrought my purpose and obtained my wish. Aegeus and his retinue depart. May Maya's princely son go with thee on thy way to bring thee to thy home, and mayest thou attain that on which thy soul is set so firmly, for to my mind thou seemest a generous man, O Aegeus. O Zeus, and Justice, child of Zeus, and the sun god's light, now will triumph over my foes, kind friends. On victory's road I have set forth. Good hope I have in wrecking vengeance on those I hate. For where we were in most distress, this stranger hath appeared to be a haven in my counsels. To him will we make fast the cables of our ship when we come into the town and citadel of palace. But now will I explain to thee my plans in full. Do not expect to hear a pleasant tale. A servant of mine will I to Jason send and crave an interview. Then, when he comes, will address him with soft words and say, This pleases me, and that is well. Even the marriage with the princess, which my treacherous lord is celebrating, and add, It suits us both, t'was well thought out. Then will I entreat that here my children may abide. Not that I mean to leave them in a hostile land for foes to flout, but that I may slay the king's daughter by guile. For I will send them with gifts in their hands, carrying them unto the bride to save them from banishment, a robe of finest wool and a chaplet of gold. And of all of these ornaments she take and put them on, miserably she shall die, and likewise everyone who touches her. With such fell poisons I will smear my gifts. And here I will quit this theme, but I shudder at the deed that I must do next, for I will slay the children I have borne. There is none shall take them from my toils, and when I have utterly confounded Jason's house, I will leave the land, escaping punishment for my dear children's murder after my most unholy deed. For I cannot endure the taunts of enemies, kind friends, enough. What gain is life to me? I have no country, 
home, or refuge left. Oh, I did wrong that hour I left my father's home, persuaded by that Helene's words, who now shall pay the penalty, so help me God. Never shall he see again alive the children I bore him, nor from his new bride shall he beget issue. For she must die a hideous death, slain by my drugs. May no one deem me a poor, weak woman who sits with folded hands, but with another mold, dangerous to foes and well-disposed to friends. For they win the fairest fame who live then, life like me. Since thou hast imparted this design to me, I bid thee hold thy hand, both from a wish to serve thee and because I would uphold the laws men make. It cannot but be so. Thy words I pardon, since thou art not in the same sorry plight that I am. O lady, wilt thou steal thyself to slay thy children twain? I will, for that will stab my husband to the heart. It may, but thou wilt be the saddest wife alive. No matter. Wasted is every word that comes, twixt now and then. Ho! The nurse enters in answer to her call. Thou, go call me Jason hither, for thee I do employ on every mission of trust. No word divulged of all my purpose, as thou art to thy mistress loyal, and likewise of my sex. The nurse goes out. This passage continues next episode, as Medea pretends to make peace with Jason for the sake of their children.